Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. These accusations are as serious as four heart attacks and a stroke. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. So, boy, Michelangelo is back today. Michelangelo, welcome back from your honeymoon. We're Thank happy you. to have you back. Thank you very uh, much. But I... Geez, I feel bad that it had to be today. I thought maybe you'd want to take an extra day off. They canceled the Pro Bowl. <laughs> and I know what a big you I know you've been a big fan every year. I have. Oh. You've, you've traveled uh, to Honolulu a couple of times to enjoy that exhibition of football mediocrity. Due to COVID the Pro Bowl has been canceled, oh. so oh. It's, you know, so it's bittersweet, I guess. Is I wish you would wait until after the show to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> the Pro Bowl. Live from Studio C, dimly lit room, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's Little Friday, and under the tutelage of General Manager Hunter Biden. Uh, only, only depending on well, depends on which channel you watch. Yeah, no kidding. Biden was not the general manager on MSNBC. I can tell you that. Well, the story is interesting. The story behind the story is interesting, and the story behind that. Now, that's the one you really want to hear. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I know that one. Um, but like, I took an MSNBC just to be curious as to how much the Hunter Biden, you know, how they they handled it, and they handled it by the, not doing it. The what now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's pretty interesting. It, it, uh, I it, think it's, it, it is, especially in terms of the stories behind the stories. You'd think that at least would be interesting enough for them to comment on. But uh, we'll get into that. Right. <clears throat> and, um, you know, driving home the point, example 1,632, that um, we, we live in a world where we all have our own uh, world narratives going on at all given times and are making our decisions based on that and we can run into somebody else that's got a completely different narrative of what's going on in the country and man i don't know i don't know how society survives like that but that's where we are indeed uh, perhaps it will not survive i guess we'll, we'll oh, yeah. find out or our kids will there's always a- um i feel like we got to jump right to michelangelo or board op uh introduce him uh the squad because michelangelo you just got back from your uh, honeymoon how was it dude Oh, it was good. It was very good. But, you know, guys, did you ever do something that was life-changing and your friends and family were happy for you, but you're not happy? Oh, that's a hell of a lead-in. Well, I did it this past weekend. I bought a Weber grill, (laughs) and I should have got a smoker. (laughs) Oh, my God. you! you, I know. You You see what I did there? I see Uh, exactly what you did there. Oh, my God. You you faked me out of my jock. I, you broke both my ankles, as they say. <laughs> That's I thought maybe you you did. did I actually, oh, no. you married. You're now in a you're in a thruple or something like that. <laughs> no, everything was great. I saw the ocean, and uh, it was just fantastic. Oh, that's great! Yeah, you saw the ocean, and that's the highlight of your honeymoon. No, well. um, so uh, by the way, I had never had a substantive conversation with your bride before. What a delightful woman! Oh my God, I couldn't have enjoyed it more. Really? Look, everybody, can you play the door opening? Yeah. 
Hey, Jack. How the, are best, you? the best part of the description of your honeymoon is you saw the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but... <laughs> I ate the best food. I saw the ocean. But where I was at, and I was telling Hanson, this was shocking. People at the ocean, no one around them are wearing masks because they have to by law. Oh, for goodness sake. So, so what? They don't give it to the whales? I don't know, but you will be fined a hundred dollars if you're not wearing a mask. So we had to sit on the I mean, you had to sit on the beach supposedly and wear a mask. Really? The yes. love of all that is transmissible. Wow. Unbelievable. That's craziness. Well, well you'll re- craziness. it is. You'll remember that forever. Yeah. Um, there's positive Sean who is not back from his honeymoon, who uh whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I have recently discovered uh this is actually an Instagram account that's Putting out the kind of artwork that I could see hanging up at the walls of Chateau Relaxo. Now, I, my, my walls are not very art decorated. I do have a couple things there. My most prized possession is a, uh, it was actually a, uh, it's a recreation of a, of a street painting of the, you got your Donatello, your Michelangelo, your Leonardo, your Raphael, the actual philosophers that the Ninja Turtles were named after. Yes. But each with the appropriate colored Ninja Turtle <laughs> bandana. Your mom is an artist. Yes. And the art on the walls in your place is a uh, Ninja Turtles. No, it's philosophy, poster. Jack. Okay. Um, and art or whatever. Uh, but I have found an a, a Instagram account that is inserting Simpsons characters into fine art paintings, like very famous oh, things. Boy. Right? My yeah. kids could get into that. Oh boy! Uh, so what's the, the like like radioactive man? I forget what like the 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 superhero or the character. Up and at them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Hakasui's the Great Wave. They've turned the wave green, and he's standing, uh, kind of uh, ready to yes. face the, the wave. We have uh, Mr. Skinner presenting Rainier a Wolf Castle, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, Mr. Skinner presenting a Last Supper uh, platter. Um, what else do we got here? We got Jesus. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I, I, I'm not familiar with this painting, but uh, the Autumn in Knoxville. Um, we have, uh, you got your Bart, your Millhouse, your Ralph, and your uh, Nelson all sitting on the, the sidewalk sad wearing female wigs, it seems. But this is, I, I got to track this down, maybe hmm. see if I can buy a print for my walls. Can we link that website? I, I'm, I'm, I'm working on putting up the uh, a link at armstrongandgetty.com. I as would like to check that out myself. Yes, that is amusing. And don't we need amusement during these troubled times? Um, speaking of art, uh, just popped into my head. What is Thomas Kincaid still a thing? Or is that like oh, if you have Thomas well, Kincaid passed several years ago? If you have Thomas Kincaid's on your wall, is that to kind of ooh he's uh, mm. well? Or, I, I think people who had Thomas Kincaid paintings on their wall are immune to um, uh, tut tutting. Man, was he hot for a while? We did an event with him, even we did. He was actually a very nice fellow. Remember when he was featured on sixty Minutes and they were making? Well, I guess that was locally. They were making uh, neighborhoods based on his paintings. Yeah, and, developments. Yeah, yeah. He was the hottest artist in the world. He might he might be like the guy. The artist of light, they called him. He the might, painter of light. He might be like, like the Fifty Shades of Grey person is to literature. Like, you know, the biggest selling artist of all time. Yeah, I hear Was you. he the dogs playing poker guy? Uh, no. no. Everything was just very bright. Everything and, was, uh, all the wind, all the lights were all, everything glowed all the time in his mind. Well, he was the painter of light. He was. It was. That was his thing. Yeah, dogs he, can't play poker. His, his dark <laughs> period was light. I mean, he was just... Uh, anyway. But again, a very nice fellow. Sure. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, October 15th, the year 2020, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. He is beyond question the most famous visual artist I have ever had a conversation with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. Oh, I, uh, I was going to pose the question, 
Uh, I'm going to start a charity, perhaps uh, do some uh, serious voiced, sad music, public service announcements. Are you a victim of SSS? Have you been affected by SSS? I will explain in a few minutes, uh, but let's begin the show at Mark. Do you hate little warm puppies? (laughs) I do not hate little warm puppies. What the heck was that? That was the irascible, the quirky, the homespun Senator John Kennedy, who was, uh, he was actually, that was fairly clever by his standards. He was parodying the questioning by some of the Democrats on the Judiciary Committee, asking, do you, do, do you uh, condemn white supremacy? Do you believe in uh, the peaceful uh, succession of government? Have you ever you raped anybody? <laughs> Are you a rapist or a racist or a racist rapist? Right. So he was uh, mocking them, I believe. So we do have to get into, because it broke during the show yesterday. The New York Post has some emails they claim are uh, legit, and I haven't heard the Biden campaign like really get into saying they're not. Um, that would indicate that uh, Hunter Biden and his dad maybe had more conversations about his uh, business dealings than has been let on in the past. That is a bombshell story for half the country it is not even known as a story for the rest of the country leads the news deep dive extra long segment for half the country right doesn't even make the end of the news where you show a a, a five-year-old won the local contest right exactly yeah doesn't even merit inclusion which is surprising because it's a multifaceted story and sure. really interesting. Even if it's fake, it's interesting. Yeah, heck yeah. And the fact that Facebook and Twitter won't allow a, a publication like the New York Post, you can't forward that story from the New York Post on right. Facebook and Twitter is amazing. It's, it is astounding, and it reveals, once again, as if we needed it, uh, the true nature of these uh, tech giants yeah. and, and how utterly unqualified they are uh, to to serve as our nation's censors. But it all pales, Jack, in comparison to SSS. Have you suffered from SSS? Is it like RBF? Uh, it's a great deal like that. It's somewhat like RBG. Jack, SSS is sideways sanitizer syndrome. At this point in the COVID, there are sanitizer bottles everywhere, and most of them, when you squirt them, it now goes sideways because the sanitizer is dried somewhat, and the spout is funky, and you end up with it in your pants, on your pants, or in on the floor, oh, or whatever. So that's Sideways what's happening. sanitizer syndrome. Because I've had that occur, and I, oh, I didn't yeah. know what was exactly going on there. I squirt it, and it goes that way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, a bit is dried if it hasn't huh. been used recently enough. And I have been victimized a couple of times lately. I'm hoping my pants aren't ruined. Not these pants, different pants. Uh, I've ended up with with it on my pants, my shirt, and most commonly, though, it just goes sideways onto the Is floor. Is there a place you can give money to help those who suffer? Or? Absolutely. Give generously, folks. Okay. How's mailbag look? Uh, it's mediocre. Yeah, all of that on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I was just in the lunchroom, and the the Amy Coney Barrett hearings are going on again today. That poor woman. 
At least she's not being called a rapist. I don't know what time they finished yesterday. I know the day before they went 9 to 9, 12 hours of sitting there and being talked at. Uh, anyway, Ted Cruz was putting to rest the whole Abraham Lincoln didn't appoint someone in an election year fallacy. I'm actually kind of interested so, in that. Yeah, so maybe kind we'll get, of. Maybe we'll get <laughs> Somewhat. Maybe we'll get into that later. Mailbag. The late, great Abraham Lincoln, I should have said. <laughs> as, as Donald J. would put it. We shared with you earlier the George Orwell freedom-loving quote of the day. Uh, the most effective way to destroy people is to deny and obliterate their own understanding of their history. It's, it's, an, it's a rather egg-headed thought. You must contemplate it for a while. A people that does not know its history, it does not know how it got to where it was, it does not have... It's, it's myths, it's heroes, it's, it's founding principles that remain today. If you remove that from a people, they will be uh, anchorless and easily manipulated, was Orwell's meaning, more or less. And then I want to layer this quote on top, if I might. <clears throat> also from George Orwell in 1984. Who controls the past controls the future. Who controls the present controls the past. <clears throat> now that is a, a it's the old uh, switcheroo or something. that's three way what ah, if I you can terrify people into not dissenting you can alter history teach them that their history is not what they thought it's actually awful and they're bad people and then if you control the past you will control the future the Marxists in the anti-racist movement, that's in quotes, by the way. They're some of the most racist people who have ever existed. Uh, they are taking Orwell as a, as a guidebook, not a warning. Um, or it's just as automatically the way people do these things. I don't. Uh, that's kind of interesting, too. Yeah, um, I think there are probably intellectuals who understand it. There are plenty of revolutionaries who do it instinctively. You know, you... If you're an adult, you have so much context about the history of your country and the world that it almost feels like you were born with it, but you weren't. And so if as a child you were taught different things, you would have a different, completely, completely different view of the world. If, right. you, if like my child and a lot of kids, you were taught that, you know, the United States has really been a force for evil in the world. And most of the bad things that, that have happened have been because of the United States, and in particular, white people. Right. Um, that would be your entire, everything would flow through that. It, it would. It's, it's it hard would to, take a while to be deprogrammed. Oh, it would be yeah. very difficult. Yeah. Just like it would be very difficult to, 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 to change my view of history. Then you add to that the energy and the capability of the, uh, you know, we need a term for young adults, other than young adults, adolescent adults. Adults who have just become adults and think they know everything they need to know, which is the hubris of youth. I suffered from it. You suffered from it. And it is obnoxious um, because you don't know a tenth of what you need to know at age 20. Um, but anyway, you add all those things together. Yeah. And you get revolutionaries in the streets willing to drag their professors or their parents out and beat them down uh, for to, being counter-revolutionary. I'd love to know the, the, the story on this. Is there any other country in world history that matured to a point? That its own government was teaching its young people that it was a bad country. <laughs> to <laughs> loathe itself. Has that ever happened in history? I don't uh, know if it has. Not exactly, no. It's troubling. Uh, on to the correspondence proper. Cindy O in the Black Hills of South Dakota writes, Personal opinion only in politics way to the side. ACB? Excuse me. <laughs> 
ACB is a knowledgeable, poker-faced, and brilliant legal mind. That is all. Uh-huh. WH, where's Hunter? Uh, thank you, Cindy. <laughs> that is a, a, a concise, uh, concise and, and, and well-spoken uh, opinion. Plus, I, we really need to beef up our, our, our ratings numbers in the Black Hills of South Dakota. Man, I've, I've spent so much time in the Black Hills of South Dakota. How black are they? Not that black, actually. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I've got many relatives buried there. Is that right? Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's that's touching. Uh, I don't know if my relatives are buried in particular anywhere. Mm. We're we're a wandering folk. We're nomads. I don't know why. W.H. Where's Hunter? Hilarious. Uh, Ken writes, guys, I recognized Kamala Harris's Mott and Bailey argument. She tried it on ACB, who was well aware of Kamala's attempt. ACB thwarted it with ease. Thanks to A&G for the education on Mott and Bailey. That's a... An argument where you start with a perfectly reasonable and defensible premise, then you throw all sorts of crazy theories out there. And then when somebody says, wait a minute, that's a crazy theory. Well, uh, good, for instance, there is racism in the United States. Yeah, absolutely. There's racism everywhere. I agree with you. Therefore, we must execute all white people. What? 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 That would be genocide. So you're saying there's no racism? You retreat to the defensible when somebody disputes the indefensible. And I missed it. When uh, Kamala tried that, but she is... uh, I need to talk a little more about Kamala Harris. Hmm. Uh, This is very brief and self-explanatory. The Flaming Lips, they're kind of an artsy band. They're a fun band. They have quirky songs. They performed a concert in bubbles. All the guys in the uh, band were in bubbles to a crowd that were all in in big plastic bubbles last night. Cool until everybody's asphyxiated. (laughs) How do you get air in those things? We've got to talk about Hunter Biden and the latest and the emails and the coverage and all that. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This was mass censorship on a scale that America has never experienced, not in 245 years. And it's a threat to all of us. Democracies only function when there is a free exchange of information between citizens. We no longer have that. This is a dark moment. So that's Tucker Carlson talking about Facebook and Twitter not allowing a New York Post story to uh, circulate yesterday. Yeah, varying degrees of suspre- uh, suppression and or removal. Yeah, this is different from like when they put a, hey, little footnote on Trump's tweet. For more information, click here. Right. There were people who you were physically prevented from not just publicly posting a, twi- a, a tweet with the link in this. I couldn't, D- in theory, I couldn't DM it to you. So in a private person, Direct person, message. You couldn't even say, hey, dude, did you see this? Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> would, it would be filtered out. A warning Physically would pop up prevented. Saying, yeah, a big hairy guy would show up at your house and <laughs> punch you in the face if you tried. So what are we talking about? Some emails that came out yesterday that were on Hunter Biden's computer hunter biden joe biden's son allegedly that if uh the emails are true could be a or should be a problem for joe biden running for president we can explain that in a little bit but so where did the emails come from the computer that whole thing tucker carlson lays this out uh last night it's pretty interesting these emails came from a laptop an apple laptop that was dropped off at a delaware computer repair shop last year and then abandoned there after a certain number of days with no payment the shop's owner took legal possession of the laptop He looked inside. There were tens of thousands of emails, including exchanges with representatives of foreign companies and foreign governments. The laptop apparently belonged to Hunter Biden. The shop owner was stunned by this, by the appearance of corruption, and he was afraid for his family. 
So late last year, he gave the laptop to the FBI. He kept a copy of the hard drive for himself, but he never heard back from the FBI. By May, he was anxious, so he made overtures to Senator Mike Lee's office and at least one conservative nonprofit. He emailed their websites, but no one responded. Finally, the man contacted Rudy Giuliani's office, and today's story is the result of that. I wish Rudy Giuliani weren't involved oh, because I boy. think it would. Uh, I don't think that helps anything. <laughs> y- y- yes, if only another one of the, the the fish in question had bit at the bait of this computer, because it seems to be of of great significance. Although, there, again, as I was saying off the air to to y'all, there are so many layers to this. The idea that we need a smoking gun, that Hunter Biden became fabulously wealthy because his dad was the vice president, that is self-evident to me. Well, no, that's He's an erratic cokehead. I'm not sure. Hunter, you're a loser. How is it that governments and giant corporations around the world can't wait to throw cash at him? We have people listening right now who are exceedingly bright and ambitious. And not cokeheads. Charming, good people with no extensive history of coke snorting and skank banging pardon me that's <laughs> wow. unnecessarily frank who, who, <laughs> who are working as hard as they can to advance their careers their lives their finances etc hunter biden for some reason has become incredibly wealthy and successful i don't Think that many people are denying that obvious connection that the thing is, did Joe Biden do anything wrong? Is there any reason he can't be president because his son ran around? Hey, my dad's vice president. Why don't you give me some money? It'll help you out. Did he get helped out is the question. And these emails might might get to that. Now, even Brett Baer said the the uh, the provenance of these emails is pretty hinky. That's a sexy word that means, how do we get to, where did this come from? It's a little, I'm not quite sure. I need a little more before I think yeah, I can right. trust this. The right. biggest thing on my radar is computer repairman looks at emails, says, this looks like corruption. Yes, although he says, and the guy's legally blind, and he... Which is I, another layer of hinky, you know, it's just... Kind of interesting, well, yeah, an interesting character. Hanky, an interesting That's, character to emerge in a movie. Throwing that word around rather. Easily. A blind man walks out of a computer store. I've got the evidence. Okay. <laughs> well, although he he was afraid, he said this stuff is incredibly important and explosive, and and people get snuffed for for doing the wrong thing with this stuff. Uh, I I just. You know, I want I want this to be out in the open so nobody comes and gets me in the night. I think, well, God, jumping around here. And if you got any comment on this, text line 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC. You should know this. On Fox, it was the lead story, breaking news, oh, my God, extra long segment. Right. Uh, with, with a fair amount of care given to oh, yeah. we're not quite sure, et oh, yeah. cetera. It was extremely responsible journalism. Yeah, I thought it was very responsible. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, Brett Baer called it hinky. So it wasn't jumping to any conclusions there. But MSNBC, at least as I saw it, did not cover it at all. No. Not at all. Well, now, the, not, New York Times, the New York Times touched on it, but the headline was, I'll have to dig it up, the headline was something about... Um, Facebook and Twitter keeping misinformation from spreading or something. It didn't even have Hunter, you know, it didn't even have Hunter Biden in the headline. 
you know, even though two weeks ago they ran with an explosive headline like Trump had broken every tax law in America, and then you read the very, very long story and find out they're not alleging he broke any laws. It was the opposite. He right. just followed the tax law. That was your big, giant headline. The so New on, Woke Times. How do you like that? That is pretty You like good. that? that is, are you, did you? I appreciate that. Just for top, right off my, you know. My only question is, how has nobody else come up with that? I don't know. That seems obvious, but yeah, nobody else thought of it. I'm a, I'm a the man, New I'm, Woke I'm Times. The, the man of my time or something. Or the, it's, uh, the man the Times deserve. I can't remember. So that that so Hunter Biden drops off his computer for repair that's got all kinds of stuff in it that you would think you wouldn't just want anybody looking at and never comes and picks it up. Included on that computer is a 12-minute sex tape of him smoking crack and having sex with some trollop. Uh, a twelve-minute sex tape is on his computer, and he just drops it off and never comes and picks it up. If that ain't while le- he's married, if that ain't legit, I mean, assuming it exists, I haven't seen it myself. No, um, but assuming it exists, that's impossible to fake up. I mean, that would be a bizarre thing. All right, listen, we've doctored up these fake emails to impugn Hunter Biden. Uh, let's see what would what would be the capper? What would really convince people? How about a 12-minute-long uh, crack and sex tape? Yeah, I mean, if it, a deep fake. If the video turns out to be an obvious Ron Jeremy with Hunter Bed Biden's head photoshopped on top of it, for instance. <laughs> Come on. <clears throat> but if the that that's the way to authenticate the emails is see a little bit of the sex tape, and you can blur out the naughty bits. I don't need to see that part. It's available. Seen it before. It's available online if you want it. But um. <laughs> But, I mean, if you got the Hunter Biden sex tape stuff, right? I think that's a pretty good way to authenticate the emails. I would say so, at least provisionally, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but we really need to get into the social media aspect of it. And and I, if you know Jack Dorsey of Twitter, uh, your you, friends, your acquaintances, you work together, tell him to turn on the radio right now or perhaps listen to the show online. I'm sure he's acquainted with the Internet because, Jack, I'm coming for you and I'm going to land both my left and my right. And if you have an explanation, I would love to hear it. This is the guy who invented the term New Woke Times. Yes. Yes. You can't dodge me, (laughs) yachts. Anyway, I'll punch Jack Dorsey in the face in a moment after a quick word from our friends at CarShield, which is the number one auto protection company in this beautiful country. They've helped over one million drivers not be scared of their next giant expensive car repair. You know what is the future is things you can sign up for easily and get out of easily. Right. And, and, and that's just no whatever. long, messy contracts. Not with CarShield. No just, way, man. That's what everybody de- uh, demands now. No long-term contacts or, or contracts or commitments. Payments are flexible. CarShield plans are customizable to your exact needs. And then when your check engine light comes on and you need to get your car fixed you got to choice to go to your favorite mechanic or dealership or you're out of town go take it wherever you want yep so here's what you do to get information you don't have to sign up just read about it go to carshield.com use the code armstrong to save 10 percent because you're gonna want this i mean carshield.com use the code armstrong or call 800 car 6000 mention the code armstrong that's 800 car 6000 or carshield.com the code is armstrong so twitter uh, not only uh, put their little note on uh, the the New York Post story, and, and keep in mind now, this is not the, 
you know, some of your your really out there, somewhat uh, iffy, uh, super conservative websites. This is the New York Post, right? No, I mean, they have a point of view, no doubt. But they're they're center conservative, but they're yeah, they're a for real publication. They're one of the most read newspapers in the United States, and uh, but no, no, uh, nobody else has verified these, whether it's Fox or Washington Post or New York Times. Of course, they're hardly covering the story, right? right. And and there are a couple of caveats to this uh, Hunter Biden computer story, which I'll share with you because I don't, I have zero desire. To, to be spouting crap that helps my agenda. It's just, it's bad for my look. I don't want to do it. But, um, so, uh, Twitter decides they're going to suppress this, this story, this link, uh, completely. You can't share it in any way. It will just not appear on Twitter. I now, didn't even know they technically could do that. Uh, Jack Dorsey has said, look, we should have communicated better about this. Uh, and, and it's, it is astounding to me that they don't have mechanisms in place to do this right. He said, we should have had a note. Hey, we're not going to forward this because X instead of it just not happening. <laughs> just, uh, just silent suppression. Facebook did their weird limiting, wouldn't let you share it in certain ways thing that I'm not really familiar with. But so, uh, but Jack Dorsey's explanation ultimately, and I have it in front of me, I guess I could quote the man, um, is uh, uh, our policy established in 2018. Oh, so it's, you know, it's, it's ancient practically. Prohibits the use of our service to distribute content obtained without authorization. We don't want to incentivize hacking by allowing Twitter to be used as distribution for possibly illegal, illegally maintained so materials. This so is, they're claiming it's hacking. It's not hacking at all. Well, this is fighting the last war. So this is what they wish they'd have had in place when Hillary's emails were flying around. That's why they oh, came up yeah, with Oh, yeah, interesting point. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it applies here. But never mind that. So uh, also Twitter's made noises about the fact that this is, it's unconfirmed. It's... <laughs> uh, Trump's taxes, the basis of the New York Times piece, I'm pretty sure were not granted, quote unquote, with authorization or whatever that is. And no, that was right. shared Absolutely widely not. on oh, yeah. that was everywhere. Very and, good point. And Very here, good point. Here's where I uh, bring uh, Jack Dorsey of Twitter to his knees with a, a roundhouse kick to the head. Uh, speaking of which, Sean, did you see that wild knockout kick the other day in the UFC where the guy was holding onto the guy's leg? He had it up in the air, and the guy leaps in the air, spins around with his leg in the grasp of the other guy, and kicks him with his other leg. Knocks what? Out. The, the guy whose leg was up. in the air got the, his other leg up? Yes! It's one wow. of the most astounding things I've ever seen. Wow. You know, I'm not big into kicking men in the head. But <laughs> if I, you're a fan of the genre, it was pretty amazing. I can barely tie my shoes. Oh, I know it. Cage <laughs> fighters are amazing <laughs> specimens. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, Anyway, so uh, here's where I, I, I spin around and kick Jack Dorsey in his head. Jack, at no point, as the New York Times or the Washington Post, were going with single-sourced, anonymous leak stories about the Russian collusion hoax, each and every one of which turned out to be fiction. Virtually everything Adam Schiff said, well, at least he's a public figure, you can make the argument, well, if he says it, we ought to print it. But at no point in the years-long history of that hoax, that, 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 that cavalcade of untruths, at no point did you ever so much as put a, a, a little note on there, uh, you know, Twitter can't verify this is true. It sounds kind of crazy to me, but not even once did you do that, you lying sack of crap. Or how about the Kavanaugh stuff? Oh, another great example. We could go on all day with great examples, honestly. Um, we got to take a break. There's more to this. There's, it's, there are many layers, as Joe has pointed out. What, what's your favorite layer? What have you heard uh, around all this? Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. A lot more on this on the way. Armstrong and Getty. 
Armstrong and Getty Show. Here's what we do know, and it's important. President Obama put Vice President Biden in charge of the America's foreign affairs with two countries, Ukraine and China. And in both cases, his son, Mr. Hunter Biden, walked away with millions of dollars of contracts. I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but I'm telling you this. This is the message it sent to the rest of the world. The foreign policy of the United States of America can be bought like a sack of potatoes. Well, that was quirky and homespun. Uh, his point, though, that Hunter Biden... Um, Senator John Kennedy, Louisiana, are... Joe Biden was put in charge of dealing with two countries. Two. Yeah. Ukraine and China. Hunter Biden made a whole bunch of money off of two countries. There are 200-some countries in the world. Oh, yeah. Hunter Biden made a whole bunch of money off of two countries, Ukraine and China. Now, again, that could just be they were hoping to get something because he's the vice president's son. You're throwing around, you're, you're, you know, you're China, Ukraine, you got so much freaking money to throw around. Giving this guy $50,000 a month is nothing. Oh, if, for access to the good graces of American policy? If there's a oh. possibility you're going to be able to get, you know, one sentence in the in the president's ear somehow through the vice president. It'd be worth it. Right. You wouldn't have to guarantee that that's going to happen. It oh, could no, just be the you're, hope. Sure, it's, you're creating opportunities. That That is the, uh, you know, that's the premise of the entire Clinton Foundation and a lot of uh, government uh, or a lot of politicians' charities. It just, you know, the the assumption is you you could get something from it. It's not going to hurt you anything to donate this money. Uh, one of the uh, the scenes, one you get of the to lines, sit at the table at least. Exactly, one of the lines I remember best from the uh, fabulous show, The West Wing, which was uh, kind of a lefty oriented, but it was an interesting portrayal of the White House and how it works. And uh, they had a number of White House uh, folks who'd, who'd worked in the White House as advisors. But uh, at one point, uh, the chief of staff comes to the president, Martin Sheen. Uh, and says uh, Charlie Sheen's dad is the president. I know it seems very surprising. similar. If Joe Biden ends up president, Almost, Hunter Biden is like Charlie Sheen. It's like it's the same thing. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the chief of staff comes to the president and he says, "All right, you have a meeting with uh, you know uh, Mister X of such and such organization." And uh, the president, who's a little overworked and stressed, says, "This is important." Uh, and uh, the chief of staff says, yes, it is. And the president says, is he a friend? And chief of staff says, he's a very, very good friend. And the president makes time. Major campaign contributor, bundler, etc. The president finds time. And that's all these governments are, are wanting to be, is a very good friend. So the New York Post gets a hold of these emails that allegedly are between Hunter Biden and the, the, the government of Ukraine, and they establish that Joe Biden did know that his son was involved in a variety of things that Joe Biden claims he didn't know. And and that Joe Biden was sometimes a conduit for expressing the needs of right. those good friends. Now, Joe Biden's campaign says, look, we went through our uh, schedules of uh, everything we know about Joe Biden's schedule back uh, back in the day, and uh, he did not have this meeting that was supposedly mentioned, is mentioned in one of the emails, but supposedly happened that between is, Joe Biden and a Ukrainian official. Would you like to handle that, or shall I? That is a meaningless statement. Well, what I think is most interesting about that 
is they didn't say this can't be true. It's not true. Those emails are fake. Right. They said we went through the schedule and we do not see any meeting like that on our schedule. Please. I thought what that's a, a pretty wishy-washy dodge. What a ridiculous effort at a denial. Well, are if you there, having if there was a, f- a meeting there would have been on the schedule? Are you sure. having an affair with that woman? Uh, a let friend me of check mine said schedule. a friend of mine said she saw you at you know Jim's restaurant. Let me check. I haven't eaten at Jim's restaurant in months is my response. Fornicating <laughs> with coworker, I do not see that on my schedule. I don't say I'm not having an affair. I don't say anything like that. I just say I haven't eaten at that restaurant. <laughs> I mean, come on. I looked um, at my schedule and crimes was not written on there. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm um, uh, uh, trying to piece this all together because, uh, like Joe has said several times, there are many layers to this. So when this story comes out in the New York Post, Twitter and Facebook don't allow you to pass it around, forward it around, all that sort of stuff. Sarab Amari, who's actually an editor at the New York Post, tweeted this yesterday. Twitter is censoring us. This is what I, an editor at America's oldest continuously published newspaper, founded by Alexander Hamilton, get when I try to Alexander post. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Shut up. Get when I try to post our follow-up story on Hunter's financial shenanigans with the Chinese regime. Tweet not sent. Your tweet couldn't be sent because this link has been identified by Twitter or our partners as being potentially harmful. I would like Visit, more info on who our partners. I was going to say Twitter or our partners. Visit our help center to learn more. So the actual editor of the oldest newspaper in America can't post the story on Twitter. If Jack Dorsey and his minions don't like it. Yeah. Oh, trust them to be the arbiter of truth. Trust them to be the national censor, folks. It'll go great. Armstrong and Getty.